Good afternoon. My name is John Hanlon. I'm the Douglas County Sheriff. I have a group of partners joining me to address a number of issues and details this, this afternoon. I will start with the investigation, uh, specifically on tips. <clears throat> we are still in need of any tips, photos, videos that are relevant to this investigation. If you are unsure as to whether you have a relevant photo or video, uh, please go ahead and call and let us decide. The tip line is 1-800-CALL-FBI. Again, that number is 1-800-CALL-FBI, option 7. The timeline. We have a timeline uh, here today on the board. You'll get an opportunity to look at it closer. Uh, the timeline is a basic timeline as to the events as they unfolded in the first hour of this incident. As you can see, officers responded immediately. The Roseburg police officers and an Oregon State Police trooper were the first officers on the scene that arrived within five minutes. Two minutes later, the officers tell dispatch that they have engaged the shooter. Two minutes after that, dispatch reports the shooter is down. You can see how things progressed beyond that. Moving on to the investigation process. This, uh, again, is a complex investigation with many, many different facets. The shooting event at the Umpqua Community College the shooter's background, including how he obtained his weapons, the use of force by the initial responding officers. We have to run down hundreds of leads and interviewed hundreds of people, including victims, witnesses, neighbors, and others. Conducted searches at the school and residence, as well as of the shooter's vehicle. We've seized evidence from multiple locations, including the weapons and ammunition, documents, and digital media. The Oregon State Police Crime Lab, as well as the ATF and FBI laboratories, are well engaged in this effort to move forward with processing of this evidence. I want to let you know that investigators located one additional handgun um, during the search of the shooter's residence bringing the total number of guns seized to 14. Now to the officers involved in the shooting investigation. I have been asked to release the following information by the Oregon State Police on behalf of the Oregon State Medical Examiner. The medical examiner has determined the cause of death of the shooter to be suicide. The Oregon State Police is conducting the investigation on the officer-involved shooting. At this time, I would like to introduce the Douglas County District Attorney, Rick Wiesenberg. Thank you, Sheriff. Good morning. As the District Attorney for Douglas County, it is my responsibility to review all deadly force incidents to determine if the force that was used was justified um, under Oregon law. 
It is my understanding that the officer-involved shooting investigation that is currently being conducted by the Oregon State Police is nearing a conclusion. Uh, I expect to be presented with that, uh, in, in, with that case and that investigation early next week. Once I receive the case, I will do a thorough review and make a determination on whether or not the use of force was justified. I realize you may have questions for each of us as we make statements and comments up here, and if you would, please hold those until the end of the conference. I'd now like to introduce Roseburg Police Chief Jim Burge. Good afternoon. Uh, beyond this initial incident, um, we want to make very clear uh, about the fact that there are no current threats against any school or facility in our area. Saying that, I know that parents and students have concerns. In fact, uh, we have police officers and firefighters uh, that are getting the same questions from their spouses and children about whether or not uh, they are safe uh, in this area and in their schools. I am sure that other parents and students in the general community have the same concerns. As we move into next week, I want to reassure you that the Roseburg Police Department and the Douglas County Sheriff's Office will continue to work to ensure that your school is indeed safe. Thank you. I'd now like to invite Fire District Number Two, Fire Chief Greg Marler to the podium. Thank you, Sheriff. Good afternoon, my name is Greg Marler and I'm honored to say that I'm the Fire Chief for Douglas County Fire District Number Two. Our community has been rocked by a horrendous uh, incident, and I'm proud of our community and the resi resilience we have shown in the face of such tragedy. Our fire district is comprised of over 120 personnel, and I know we had some incredible people within our organization, but the professionalism and the strength of character that I witnessed in the last couple of days has absolutely confirmed that. Prior to this incident, We've had numerous mass incident casualty drills, and I saw that work come to bear on campus this past Thursday. There is no doubt that the exceptional patient care and the proficient use of life-saving measures saved lives that day. At the scene, we had over 45 fire and EMS responders, including 10 paramedic ambulances. Our crews worked quickly to establish a triage system to sort through the casualties and identify those critical patients uh, that needed advanced life support care, such as airway control, bleeding control, and gunshot wound control. We then worked very quickly to arrange transportation and transport those patients as quickly as possible to the appropriate facilities. It was all hands on deck for our organization and their focus and dedication has made this an effective operation. We're also greatly appreciative of our law enforcement partners that were able to allow our crews to safely operate and treat victims on that day. However, it is with great sadness that we learned that our firefighter, Justin Anspaugh, lost his son Trevin, Taylor, and Spa on that day, and our EMS paramedic Brian McFadden lost his niece, Becca 
and Carnes on that day. I've been moved by how quickly our entire firefighter and EMS family has rallied together as they do and supported our, our families. I've been involved with emergency response for over 32 years, and I know that nothing can completely prepare you for the physical and mental toll that this can take. Debriefings have been made available and are ongoing for our personnel and those that responded to the scene and deal with their families and help with their recovery. Please respect their privacy so that they can spend time with their family and friends. If you have further questions regarding our organization or our incident response that day, I will be making myself available after this news conference for additional interviews. I haven't stopped thinking about the many other families that have experienced an unthinkable loss. The entire firefighting and EMS community is praying for everyone during this time. We're also thinking about those nine that were injured. And those are our patients, and we wish them a full and speedy recovery as quickly as possible. The direct support that we receive from agencies throughout the state has been incredible. We specifically wanted to identify and thank the City of Roseburg Fire Department, Bay City's Ambulance, and both the Roseburg Police Department and the Douglas County Sheriff's Department for their partnership and help during this call. I want to end by saying that while we deal with this tragedy on two fronts, both as a community and within our fire and EMS family, our stations are open and our crews are here to serve our community. And we're proud to serve and nothing or anything will stand in our way to continue to serve our community. Thank you. And now Vanessa Becker, the Chair of Board of Trustees with Umpqua Community College. Good afternoon. Uh, Umpqua Community College is uh, working towards helping the healing process for UCC community, um, coordinating supports for our students, our staff, our faculty, and really working towards developing a sense of normalcy and reopening our campus. I'm going to read off a lot of details right now, and I just want to let folks know we're going to be releasing all of these in a press release, and they should also be on our website um, today. First of all, community partners have come together to provide mental health services for our students, faculty, and staff. Mental health professionals are offering no-cost grief counseling and sharing from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. through Sunday at the Ford Family Foundation which is at 1600 Northwest Stewart Parkway, and also still at the Community Health Alliance 201 Medical Loop Suite 180. Also beginning on Monday, October 5th, our grief sharing will also be available on our campus, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. in the campus uh, cafeteria. Community Health Alliance is also still staffing a 24-hour hotline, and those numbers are as follows, 541 440-3532 or 1-800-866-9780. Our plans to reopen campus uh, will be reopened for students and staff beginning at 7.30 a.m. on Monday, October 5th. Classes and events are still canceled throughout the week and they will resume on October 12th. Uh, we're getting a lot of questions about donations and um, there are a couple of local organizations that are mobilizing and working with us for that. The first is the Greater Douglas United Way. They are accepting donations via text and online. Their website is as follows, www.gd as in dog, u 
Way.org slash UCC Give. And again, that is the Greater Douglas United Way. Uh, Umqua Community College Foundation is also accepting donations online on our website, umqua.edu slash scholarships hyphen donations. Again, it, um, the website should be up and working uh, today, so I encourage people to go to the Umqua Community College website. Um, we also strongly recommend that donors cast a careful eye when considering other funds, um, as some are not based in charitable organizations and might have high administrative fees. Um, also, unfortunately, at times like this, there are also unscrupulous people who will set up false accounts. So I really encourage you to, to look at our local um, donations and what we're doing to mobilize that. As far as community support, um, community, organiza community organizations are creating an IMUCC and UCC Strong decals. We also have some lawn signs and um, other things that are um, going to be floating around uh, town. Uh, I encourage you to go to our website to find out. We're just getting those worked out right now. Again, we'll be having those on our website and they'll be in the press release as well. And then again, just in closing, um, starting Sunday, also the school issue a news advisory beginning um, for media beginning at 3 p.m. with pertinent information every day um, until further notice. Thank you. This is Janet Holland with Community Health Alliance. I just want to clarify that the, what we'll be opening is actually at Annex B, which is on the Mercy campus, not at Suite 80. So if people need assistance, they can go to either the Ford family location or to Annex B. Thank you. Mental health resources, I want to talk about those for a second here. Um, we have the Health and Human Services National Disaster Mental Health Team, 16 people in total, who have flown in to help our community recover. They are providing immediate assistance and developing a strategy for long-term support of our community. The Executive Director of the Community Health Alliance, Janet Holland, who just spoke, uh, is with us today and will be available after the press conference for one-on-one -on -one interviews. Looking ahead, we are still collecting investigative information from various sources. Those details will continue to come in over the next few days and weeks. We continue to have law enforcement and victim service teams working with the families to provide any help they may need. This includes counseling resources, helping to make any arrangements related to upcoming funerals and more. The FBI's behavioral analyst team has arrived on the scene and will assist with helping us to understand the why of this event. This is our last planned press conference. As the need arises, however, we will continue to provide information through the Douglas County Sheriff's Office and our local partner agencies. I cannot understate the support we have received from our local, state, and federal partners. If I were to read you the list of all of those supporting agencies right now, we would be here for a long time. So we will post that list uh, on our press release site and you can visit that site to see who all those, those partners are. I cannot say thank you enough to each and every responder 
investigator, victim specialist, analyst, and all the, the many others that have responded to help. Your help has been invaluable in getting us through this most difficult event and helping Douglas County to move down the path of recovery. And finally, I want to express my most sincere appreciation to those most directly touched by this incident. The two Roseburg police officers who responded and stopped the shooter from killing dozens of other people who were in that classroom and in the immediate vicinity. The student who by all reports charged the shooter and suffered multiple gunshot wounds. And to the families of the victims, our hearts are with you and you know that our hearts will be with you forever. Please know that we consider your loved ones to be our heroes. They will never be forgotten. At this time, um, I will attempt to answer a few questions. Sure. Could I ask you to expand on what you said before? Obviously, we know there's no suspects on the loose. You, you've solved that aspect. Can you tell us, in a general sense, what you're looking for now, why, why the investigation needs to go on, what, what unanswered questions there are right now? Really, um, the biggest question at this point, it, well, we want to ensure that we have all the information, all the leads, all the potential details of this, this horrific situation um, gathered. And primarily at this point what we really want to do is try to gain an understanding so that, so that we can work together with law enforcement agencies all across the country in an attempt to try to prevent future type of situations. And of course, like I've mentioned many times over, um, our, our, our focus is on the families of the victims, and, and they deserve to know the answers. Sheriff, can you tell us um, about these documents and digital media? Were they handed over by the gunman? Where did you get them? The question is... The documents and digital media that, that, that is, ha have been recovered, where did they come from? What, did the gunman hand these to somebody, as has been reported, before carrying out the shooting? I, I can tell you that that is, is part of the ongoing investigation and that details of that will, will be forthcoming. Uh, at this time, we aren't prepared to make a statement about those specifics. Sure. 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 Confirm that, say what he was studying, and if he was in the class already when he started shooting. If he was studying. Uh, I'm, I'm having a difficult time understanding your. Was he a CC student and was he enrolled in the writing class? Okay. The, the shooter was a student, and, and that class was a class he was registered in, did yes. He over, did he hand over a box to one of the victims? A box? A box? That, I, that I do not know at this Did he point. hand something to one of the victims? We aren't prepared to make a comment about how anything he may have done in the classroom at this can time. Can you describe sure. how those two police officers 
who were heroic brought him to a stop, how the shooter was stopped. I mean, he did commit suicide, but we understand he, he was shot first by these two officers and then ran. And can you expand on yeah, that? that? That's part of the uh, officer-involved shooting uh, investigation, which is being handled independently of, of the overall incident. I can tell you that as, as those two officers arrived at the scene, um, there was an exchange of gunfire. The, the shooter was uh, neutralized at that point in time. And, and as far as the very specific information regarding whether it was an officer's bullet or his own bullet, um, we aren't prepared to th one, one more question, please. I'm sorry? How recently had the shooter passed a background check? I don't know the answer to that Sheriff, question. Sheriff, UCC Fred, Sheriff. Thank you. Thank you.